0: Do you ever feel like you're just going through the motions? Maybe you've gotten caught up in just checking things off your to do list, not really sure why you're doing them or if they're actually helping you? Have you ever found yourself tightly holding on to something you were convinced you needed to be doing, only to find it causing you extra challenges in one way or another? Maybe that's misplaced priorities, living up to an expectation you weren't called to live up to, or something like that? Well, today I'm sharing about my experience of when the Lord led me away from a season of intentionally exercising and into a season of deep growth and surrender to him and his ways. As it turns out, over-exercising was a deeper-rooted struggle in myself than I realized, and God was ready to help me work through it. This story is just one example of how seeking the Lord first in my health has produced results in my life that I didn't even know I needed. He is so good and gracious, and I praise you, listen, that you can sense it for yourself. So whether or not exercising has been at the front of your mind as part of your health journey to be working on, this episode is for you. There are so many nuggets of encouragement about how to hear from the Lord and where he might be leading you in your health journey next. And I even do share a bit of teaching about what it looks like to live an active lifestyle um, like I did during this most recent season that I walked through versus always pursuing intentional exercise as I had previously. I pray that you're encouraged about how you too can seek the Lord in the midst of struggles or successes of your health journey and how listening to him and letting him lead you is the most enjoyable and fulfilling way to live healthy and empowered. Hey, sweet friend. Welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your best choices so you can finally get healthy for good? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals, motivation to work out, or does God really care about my health? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to get healthy. I too worried that I wasn't prioritizing my time well and wished that I could finally let go and let God. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me, but I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices or do the things that God was asking me to do, until I found a little secret that helped me redefine health God's way. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and encouragement you need to live healthy consistently through simple lifestyle habits and a biblical mindset so that you will live in true confidence, joy, and freedom as the mom God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, reheat your coffee again, and let's do this. So I wrapped up last episode talking about how Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 12 where he's experiencing this thorn in his side and he prays to God to... Uh, take it away, and the Lord gives him a word, reminding Paul that his grace is enough, that his power has been perfect in weakness. So rather than take away what was causing Paul discomfort, the Lord gives him a word to remind him of truth, to encourage his spirit, to keep his eyes fixed on the only one who can actually give him comfort. So if you haven't listened to that episode, pause this, go back, listen to that episode, and then come back here. Now, I think that this is super powerful for a few reasons, this passage. One reason is that, especially in our health journey, we can get uncomfortable. We can know the things we need to do to be living healthy, but it's out of our comfort zone, or we've been doing something a certain way for so long that change seems impossible or scary, right? But it's important to remember, and I said this last week, that learning to live in that discomfort for a time is what strengthens us, stretches us, and ultimately grows us closer to God by needing to rely on Him more. And that's what happens to Paul. But the other reason I want to point out that is powerful about this message of scripture is that Paul prayed to God about it and God spoke to Paul. That in and of itself is a truth I didn't know I needed in my life for way too long. I grew up not really understanding the relationship with God that was possible, that God actually wanted to talk to me, that I could ask things of God and actually wait for a response and hear the heart of the father speaking to my heart and directing my mind to believe and live in the truth. So my question to you is how is your listening to God going and how is your asking going? Honestly, I went through a time in my life where I didn't really think God cared about the little things in my life or my health or whatever. And the truth is that he does. He deeply cares about all those things and he cares about what we think about them. So As I talked about last week with seeking God first in all things, like this was part of it for me, and I hope it's an encouragement to you that you can do this too. I began to seek God in all things, and that meant asking him what he thought about how I was living healthy. That meant asking for his help in parenting and being a good wife and friend. That meant telling him about the struggles I was having so that he could help me see any lies I was believing and remind me of his truth instead. This is what we see here with Paul, and this is a huge part of living healthy and empowered too. I just want to say one more thing on this because it's actually not really where I was going to take this, but I feel the Holy Spirit leading me to share that this is why I'm so passionate about your spiritual life when it comes to living healthy. If you can come to a place of seeking God and asking him and listening to and hearing him speak, you'll know how he's leading you to live healthy. If you just do what you think is right or what the world says or what different diets say without first seeking God, it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. You have access to the one who created you, the one who knows you best, and you get the opportunity by the grace of God to come to him and ask and hear what he has to say. Do you believe that today? If this is something you're struggling with, I encourage you to be honest with God about where you're at. Tell him how you're feeling, where you think you're struggling and then wait on him and see what he speaks to you. And if you feel like you aren't hearing him clearly or you're doubting or whatever, reach reach out for help. Whether it's reaching out to me or another trusted mentor who is walking with the Lord, have me or them pray with you and help you learn to hear the voice of God because I'm telling you that it will change you. I was thinking about this the other day and then I wrote I wrote down what came to mind and that was that with spiritual transformation comes transformation in all areas of your life. In other words, when you let God be the one initiating the transformation, things will actually transform. But when you focus on what you can do in your own power first, well, if you've ever tried any diet or program and the results didn't stick, I think you know where I'm going with this. I truly believe that when you walk through your health journey following the Lord, it's so much more enjoyable and fun. It may be hard or challenging, but you get to be with the Lord in the process and to me that's the best part and and I pray that you begin to see that that could be the best part for you too because when you mess up you get to experience the love and grace of God you know when you see change you get to praise God that in his strength you did it and you get to share what he's doing in your life along the way and what a blessing to others that is that's the journey that's the lifestyle of healthy and empowered it's not an end goal it's not something to get to or accomplish. It's the way you get to relate to God on a new level and grow in intimacy with him. Does that resonate at all? I know it's way different than most other healthy living messages out there, but I'm telling you that when you lean into and live obediently to what God is calling you to do in your health, it works. It changes you for the better, no matter how uncomfortable it might make you. Now, that discomfort may come from being asked to make some changes that are hard, or do things that you've not really done before, or maybe you have done them and you didn't see the quote-unquote results you wanted. But discomfort may also come from God leading you to do something that seems countercultural or against the norm of what you'd expect. I want to share a quick story of what I've been walking through in regards to this with the Lord and, and the lessons I've been learning, and I'm sure we'll keep learning too. So maybe a year or so ago... Um, but definitely like hardcore in the last six to eight months. I felt the Lord leading me into a season of life where I wasn't going to be able to exercise as much. And honestly, in reflecting on this, I really think he led me to fully take a break from the gym or really all like avid exercise altogether over the last three to four months. And during it, I really did not understand why. And I struggled with it, but you know, they say hindsight is 20-20. So today I want to share the perspective I gained on the other side of this very different season that I walked through. See, I was identifying myself as an avid exerciser. In fact, I think if you go on my website, it still says that, but it turns out that I was putting that identity above who God was calling me to be. (laughs) I was too obsessed with working out. I was addicted to it in a sense, but the truth is that it wasn't actually helping me. It was hurting me in this particular season. Now hear me, exercise is great for you. Living actively is part of the healthy and empowered life. I'm not giving you an out to never exercising again. I'm sharing my struggle of making exercise my idol, though, and how it impacted not only my relationship with God, but many other parts of my life, too. And I also want to say that though I wasn't pursuing intentional exercise like I had in previous seasons in my life, I still lived a fairly active lifestyle. Now, that may sound a little confusing to you. So after I share the lessons I learned, I want to do a short teaching on what the difference is and how you can seek God for what season he's calling you into. So yeah, stay tuned for that. But anyways, so why did I feel like God was leading me into a season of not being this avid exerciser that I had been for so long? Well, the first reason was I was tired, like all the time. And I've talked about this before that, that you know, God calls us to live in, the, in rhythms of rest. And I think I thought I was doing that while also pursuing exercise, but I wasn't. And it was evidenced by how tired I was all the time because part of it was I was so set on getting up early to work out before my family got up and before I had to get all of the other things I felt like I needed to do each day. And while I went to bed early, I still wasn't consistently getting enough sleep. So with that, my marriage was suffering. My, my parenting suffered and my body suffered because there's all sorts of negative things that happen when you live in a chronically tired state that I'm not going to get into today. But the bottom line was I needed to rest, not just in getting more sleep, but I needed to rest in the sense of refilling from God's presence and sitting with him about what's important to put my focus on and what's not. And it's so freeing to truly let go of false expectations and unrealistic expectations and really anything the Lord isn't leading you into. I'm I'm learning to trust him in all these new ways and let go of the control I once felt like I didn't know how to let go of. So that was the first one is... I was tired. I was too tired. The second one is I recognize it as an idol. And this kind of came over a period of time. It was not really an instant thing, but I realized that I was, or part of how I realized it was that I was cutting my time with God short. But worse than that, like I was checking off my time with God. Like it was just something on my to-do list for the day so that I could move on to what I really wanted to do, which was exercise. That's how I knew that my heart wasn't seeking after God first. And that's not how I wanted to live. If I wanted to deepen our relationship with God and grow in intimacy with Him, I had to create the space and the time and the heart posture for it. And while exercise is important, taking this time to seek the Lord more fully than I ever had before needed to be more important in this season. So one of the things I did during this season was just to start simply walking. And as a former marathon runner, walking was challenging because it at times felt unproductive in the sense of getting exercise or progressing forward in my fitness level. But I needed these morning walks because it was time with the Lord for me, time to take in his beautiful creation, to listen to worship music, to just simply pray and listen to him. I learned to let go of seeing it as a way to increase my fitness and manage my weight or whatever. And I started seeking God through that time, in that time, listening for him and letting him speak and teach me things. I gave him that time and he showed up and he used it as I learned to surrender that mindset I used to have about my morning exercise. And speaking of that mindset, that brings me to number three is that I was really stuck in this wrong mindset about what exercise was doing for me. I felt very stuck in the mindset that the amount of exercise that I was doing defined how healthy I was living. I also found myself back in a mindset that I had worked through once before about exercising to overcome my bad eating. You know, that mindset I'm talking about that everyone in the health world teaches that losing weight is about calories in versus calories out, right? And I'm honestly not even going to get to that right now, but just pray into it and seek God. If you feel yourself thinking that way about your health journey and see what God has to say about it for you personally. Now you may be like, what? A health coach eating bad? Well, It happens. And there's a freedom in eating in a way that the Lord leads and working through it with Him first and foremost before beating myself up and and not eating according to certain diet mentalities and what they teach and all the things, right? Anyways, the point is that in this season of not avidly exercising, as that season continued, I felt like I was getting more and more unhealthy because I was eating like I normally do and honestly sucking some bad habits that the Lord was working on me in during that season too. But I also wasn't exercising nearly as much. And so I wasn't, you know, quote unquote, burning those calories, right? And the Lord had to gently remind me of the truth of who actually gives me value and worth and where my identity comes from. And that he's the one leading and leading me in my healthy lifestyle through different seasons of life and all the things, right? And this truly is just a season. So yeah, that's what I learned recently about how my living healthy and empowered relates to how much or little I exercise. And the beautiful thing about this is that I walked with the Lord through it all. And honestly, he was able to draw me into an even deeper relationship with him because of how I laid down this thing I was holding onto. Now, for you, it may not be exercise that you're feeling that nudge about from the Lord of something that you're holding on to a little too tightly or that you've been putting above him or that you have the wrong mindset about. It might be an eating habit. It might be how you spend your time or how much or little you're sleeping, whatever it is. I pray you are encouraged by my story of how I walked through this season with the Lord and, and the fruit of the intimacy with him that came out of it um, for me and can come out of it for you. Because the truth is that you can have this too. You can live free of the guilt and shame of not feeling like you're doing enough or doing the right things or living up to an impossible standard for the this season of life that you're in. He wants to take that burden from you. In fact, the Bible says that our shame was taken on the cross with Jesus and we don't have to live there anymore. But The enemy likes to make us think that we do, doesn't he? And that's why it's so important to talk to God about how you're feeling about the things with your health, where you're feeling shame and guilt or whatever, and let him speak the truth to you. That's the key right there. Don't speak it to him just for the sake of saying it. He is the one who can bring transformation and set you free. So let his truth set you free today as you pray and you listen to his voice. Okay, sorry. I got on a bit of a tangent there. Um, a little bit, but someone needed to hear that today. So, anyways, as promised, a little teaching on the difference between um, you know intentional exercise and living in an active lifestyle. Because we all know that moving our bodies is important and that we should exercise. But again, that might look different depending on the season you're in and what the Lord is le- leading you to in all of it. But like I said, there's two parts: there's the living act, a living an active lifestyle, and then making the time to exercise or intentionally exercising. And I think both are important and needed in order to take care of your body through movement. Um, But how much you do of each of them is, like I said, going to depend on the season of life you're in and what the Lord is leading you to. So after this podcast, if exercising is something that you want more help or direction with, I encourage you to sit down and use this information to help you assess where you are and give you some direction for the things you can begin to change over time. And then of course, pray and see what the Lord is leading you to right now. So let's define an active lifestyle. In order to define an active lifestyle, though, let me first define a sedentary lifestyle. Sedentary means spending a lot of time not moving, sitting, or lying down for extended periods of time. Examples of this, these kind of sedentary behaviors include watching TV, riding in a car, playing passive video games, using a computer, anything else that doesn't require much movement. And I'm sure you can imagine the downsides of this kind of lifestyle, right? And or you've experienced some of these, but you get... You know, the hip, knee, and back pain can all be associated with this sedentary lifestyle. Now, on the flip side, an active lifestyle is moving much more. It's generally recommended that you intentionally exercise for at least 30 minutes a day to be considered quote-unquote active, but we'll address that more in a minute. (laughs) Basically, what I'm getting at is that an active lifestyle means you are consistently participating in some sort of movement or physical activity regardless of the intensity level or whether it's organized or not or in a group or not or whatever, like just moving your body regularly, not sitting all day, every day. You get the point, right? The hard tr- truth though, with this is that it's a choice. Like you have to choose to live actively rather than rather than sedentary, especially in American culture. If you live in the US, which I know many of you who listen do, um, that you have to choose to stand instead of sit. You have to choose to stretch and move instead of riding out the pain of staying still too long. You get the picture, but I encourage you to be intentionally thinking about ways you could add even li- little bits of movement into your day. Um, and this is another habit building thing. It's going to take some time to work on. So don't expect like perfection overnight. My challenge to you is to begin growing in your awareness of ways to adopt just a more active lifestyle in general. Like I said, it could be standing more often than you're sitting. It could be choosing to stretch and move instead of just sitting on the couch because you are hurting from sitting at your, your desk job all day or um, whatever it might be, it might be making sure that you are not just watching your kids play, but you're actively playing with them, right? Different things like that. So those are all ways to just live an active lifestyle, you know. Not, I think of two. I went through a season where I was, you know, sitting down and doing whatever I'm doing on the couch or in my chair, and I'm yelling at the kids for things instead of going in, in to tell them, or I'm going in to take care of an argument or whatever between my boys, and. I just remember the Lord prompted me like, you don't need to be yelling to get their attention or to instruct them. Like you need to be standing and walking to go over to them. Like it was it was a lazy mindset more than anything that he was bringing conviction about. But that's those are the sorts of little habits that lead to living an an active lifestyle instead of a sedentary lifestyle. Okay. now let's define intentional exercise. Now, this one's probably fairly obvious, actually, but I'll talk about it a little bit anyways. Like this is the intentional time that you set aside to exercise. Like this is what I was talking about. The Lord convicting me for a season to just lay down, right? That intentional exercise. Now it's usually a regularly scheduled event that will happen throughout your week. And when you're thinking about like a plan that's going to work for you for intentional exercise, think about like what kind of exercise you love or hate, where you are with how much you're exercising or what you want or need to add into your week. Um, Now, I'll share a few ideas for exercising to get your creative juices flowing, but intentional exercise would be um, walking, running, biking, elliptical, swimming. Those are all kind of types of cardio, which means they will get and keep your heart rate up. Now, other ideas are going to be weightlifting, yoga, Pilates, dance, other things like that. Now, really, there's so many options out there, and if there's things you haven't tried yet, I highly encourage you to try them. Sometimes you don't know what you like until you try it, right? Now, the last thing I want to share really quick um, about intentional exercise is the amount of time to set aside for exercise. Now, it's typically recommended to exercise between 20 and 60 minutes a day, at least three to five days a week. Now, that's a wide range, right? And I'll say again what I've said before is that you have to do or find what works for you. If you're totally new to exercise, maybe you aim for a 10 minute walk almost every day. Maybe you aim for 20 minutes a few times a week. Now, if you've exercised regularly for a while, but you're kind of out of the routine, you might opt for longer and more frequent um, exercise sessions, but it depends on where you are and and where you want to be. Now, trust me when I say that once you find something you enjoy, you're going to make it a part of your routine. You'll begin to enjoy that time, um, but that might not happen right away, right? So don't overdo it when you're starting out. Stay realistic and think about how to make it a sustainable part of your routine, And remember, you can always add challenges into it later, right? Start slow, start where you are and and grow from there. So as you're thinking about and praying about what a healthy exercise routine looks like for you right now, keep in mind where you're at with living and a healthy lifestyle and developing those habits versus making the time to intentionally exercise. And keep in mind the lessons that I learned as the Lord so graciously led me through a season of not defining my health or myself by how much or little I was exercising, but rather seeking Him first and surrendering it all to Him. So I pray that you were blessed and encouraged through this episode. Thank you so much for listening and for the opportunity to speak into your life once again. I'm so grateful that you choose to tune in each week, and I'm super excited for what God is doing in each and every one of you as you continue living healthy and empowered, all for His glory. Until next time. Well. That wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.